also about how you got to hang out with for nine hours yesterday, Jayhawk. Uh, well, before I talk about before I talk about Dropkick, I do want to say one thing. A lot of people that are complaining about Conrad Tompkins being in the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame in Waterloo, Iowa. I just want to say that I was a Hall of Famer before Conrad Tompkins. Go fuck you. Wait a minute. What do you mean? He he just got named as a Hall of Famer? Yeah, that he got the Gordon Foley Award at the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame in Waterloo. Oh. Huh. Like a broad, he, like their broadcasting award or some shit. And he's broadcasted what besides his podcast? What has he broadcasted? It, like like his eighty fourth fucking show. That's not huh. been like it. Yeah, but let's let's be fair. He he got Tony Schiavone to come back to wrestling, so that's that's yes. a huge that's a huge thing. So yeah, it was him who, he did it. Yes, him doing that podcast with him got him to come back to wrestling because he huh. was done with it. He was doing baseball and he had won nothing to really to do with it. I, I honestly had MLW no idea. a little bit here and there, but he was done. And Conrad convinced him that all these people loved him and missed him. And he was back in wrestling now. Oh, well, I mean, I, if that's Hall of Fame worthy, I guess. And his favorite wrestler of all time, Eddie Kingston. How about that? How about it? Pete Rose style. How about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's get into the dropkick diabetes thing. It should have yeah, been no. called fucking drop onset diabetes, de- onset depression. Fuck. <laughs> there were there were some good stuff on the show. Uh, the same criticism that I have every year came to play. The show too damn long, too many damn people on the card. Wait, so start I've... from the beginning for me because I know I love your knowledge of this. Who are the two yahoos who run this thing? Okay, so the two guys who run it are Matt Galchick, who has uh, record with Matt Alexander, and Kevin Koppel, who has record with Kip Page. Uh, the okay. reason they started it is Matt son nearly died from complications from juvenile diabetes when he was like really young, mm-hmm. and he took him to Children's Hospital and did it. And they got him better and all that. He wanted to do something to give back to them. We started running the show and put the proceeds toward them every year to help them out. Because he his way of thanking them for giving the gun's life, basically. So it's a great cause. I'm going to do the show every year because it's a great cause. Good. That being okay. said, Matt doesn't know how to tell people no. So people say, I want to work your show. Okay, we'll find a spot for you. And then there wind up being 150 people in the fucking locker room. Now, he pays all of them or they're working for free because it's a it's a uh, it's fundraiser. I, I can't speak for everybody. Uh, a lot of the ones I talk to, they donate their pay to it or they, they don't pay me to you know, go for it. Uh, when they bring the name and they do give the name something. I know Dreamer got a payday. Maven got a payday for being there, that kind of thing. But I, can't, I can't speak for everybody. I'm sure, I'm sure there's somebody there who... Yeah, like I need my trans or whatever. I'm sure there's some of that, but okay. And do they always do it at the same place or because no. I could okay? Because are they the same as Dropkick Depression? No, no. And who are they? I don't know who runs that off the top of my head, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. I, Marks, what? I just want to make sure that I know who what all the players are here because I know it's just coming out of nowhere. These questions. Well, because Worldwide went to Dropkick Depression, I got it all mixed up that uh, dr- between that and Dropkick Diabetes. So I was just making sure I was on the right. I got the right shows going on, and it was what nine hours long. It was. It was probably about yeah, five and a half on the thing. Pre-show started. Pre-show started at three forty-five, and I, I, I would, I refereed the main event, and I think I got out of the ring a little, like five after nine or something. Wait, they call it a pre-show? Was it was it streaming or was it on television somewhere? They they filmed it for DVD. Still a regular show then, not the pre-show. That's where it started. Three forty-five. Yeah, it, it, it would it would it was supposed to be three three pre-show matches, and then the main card starting at four thirty, 
and they wound up having an impromptu fourth pre-show match. They ran an angle like where the they main show post start. And I and I've said that the Matt and Kevin fake to fake. I don't think I'm speaking out of turn when I get on the air. I've told them there's too many matches. I told them there's too many people on the card. Whatever the fuck that battle royal was last night. Oh my god. They were told not I, to let in. They let him in anyway. That's yeah. the biggest problem there, right? Like they didn't listen. They they <laughs> and they should have. Well, I didn't see him. Oh no, you did. He took photos <laughs> with them. <laughs> oh, Mars! Everybody took a Mark photo with him, like this. You know, oh, the, yeah, the finger in the other guy's direction photo. They all did it. He, they tried to make me into a, into a Mark photo. But so I got I got in next. And like right before they took the picture, I like snuck out with the exception of my hand. I did the bunny ears on them because like a picture of the bouncer and my hand. You should have just that, swung like, on them during the picture. That's been a great picture. Bite his ear. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I, but this battle royal, I was told before the show, they said during the meeting before the show, they're going to do one minute interval for the for the battle royal, and it's like twenty five people in it. Okay, could a lack guy going to come in like twenty three minutes or whatever? They'll go about thirty. It's what it's what it, it is what it is. I'm at ringside waiting for the match to start, and Hank Hudson go. The entry who drew number one and two will wrestle for five minutes, and I'm looking up like what the hell. And Derek Dillinger's in the crowd yelling yell at Jayhawk. I look back at him, he goes, five minutes, what the hell? I, I, I put my hand up like I didn't know. <laughs> and then they went like 30 seconds in after that. Go so these two poor guys go for five minutes by themselves, and then like 10 minutes later, there's 18 people in the fucking ring. They weren't even entertaining guys either, I bet. Now, you, you, knew, you knew it was too long, but I actually heard one of them go, God, there's two more minutes before someone comes out. Like, even they knew it. Wow. Who was in it? Were any big names in it? In the in the oh, battle no. royal, there weren't any big names in it. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, dream. Yeah, Dreamer had his match with Mambo Italiano. I didn't see any of it. Why? So I'm not going to say anything about it. That's that such name, a money name, by the way. <laughs> it rules. I was just going to say that once. <laughs> uh, they uh, Ashton Day and Fuego del Sol was the main event. They had a pretty good match, but by that time, everybody was tired, and there was like, out of like 600 people there, there may be 100 left in the building. That's what you want for your long. main event. Yeah. I mean, 600 is pretty nice. I'm not saying it's like. That's no pushover either. That was just during the card, though. At the main event was a hundred. Yeah, you know know what? They already got the money from the hundred people at that point. Who fucking cares? Five, five, six of your crowd left, though. That's not. I don't know. I don't know how many of them were comp tickets, though. uh, Hearing that they were fucking trying to comp people tickets, that were raising Uh, questions about the people on the card. Yeah. Well, I. I the don't. Prom- they haven't announced the final total yet, but they had like kind of an auction and shit too. But the gate, was, I heard the gate was like thirty two hundred. So ju- just for everyone, to, they changed oh. the venue, right? Because it was originally at like a Jewish center, and they were going to have Brian Kendrick, and since he's a Holocaust denier, they got all upset. And then they changed it to someone else was on there too, right? Who else was on the Valvinus? Valvinus oh, was on there, and that then, fucking it, guy. It, it, yep. Yeah, people that are already mad that he was on the show, and then he went further <laughs> off the deep end and got himself kicked off the show. Oh, then try, then, then try to even... blame woke income for it. No, oh, you, you you blame yourself for being a pink of shit. Fucking Val Venus. Why man. did it have to get to that point before he got kicked off? You would have thought now. Yeah, I, I mean, because those two super nice guys that he mentioned at the very beginning don't understand how wrestling works and they live in this little bubble where they just think it's cool because they were an attitude era guy and they don't have any recollection or any idea of how shit's different now. 
because they're fucking little indie guys from fucking little indie Youngstown. It's exactly I'm, what I'm, it is. I'm just saying, if you have to be kick like drug kicking and screaming to take a no and transphobe off your show and then post something for Pride, I'm gonna oh, yeah. eye it just oh, yeah. a little bit. I'm oh, gonna yeah. I side eye that post just you know just but, just like a little bit. But 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 that that's the that's one. Then they do the they have the guy who's the Holocaust denier and run the show at a fucking Jewish center, Jewish heritage center, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. What is going on? Like the, they have no common some, sense. Yes, they saying, have no common sense. Say, hey, we really love your cause. Can you do the dumbest possible shit to put your cause out there? And then, you know, and then and then you have to live with that. And you're like, oh, my God, we just brought in a known anti-Semite to a Jewish heritage center. We bought a known transphobe into this into our show after we posted you know uh, a pride month like no they, no, they, no. No, they, didn't, they didn't make the pride post until after valvina got kicked off the show oh lord everything stupid was exact and then they but and then look god bless him he's doing it for his i get it for charity but you know what you don't have to be as as stupid as possible when you're and then you have what's his face wandering around the show telling everybody he was invited and then you didn't see him and he was invited, and he, I mean, like, all that shit is just, I mean, come on, guys. Come it's on. It's a giant bag of ick that I completely avoided. Yeah, uh, on do, the do better alone. next year. Let's do better next year. Well, no, they'll, they'll never do better. It's 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 a continuous thing with them. Uh, I will never support uh, them again. I hear next year they're booking the ghost of Chris Benoit. <laughs> and they're going to do it at a, at a children's uh It's going to be at a preschool. Center. Yeah, right. it's going to be at a preschool. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, well, one after They're gonna talking book to Jason both Rance at a battered woman's facility. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh no! After talking to after talking to both of them yesterday, and I and I'm putting more blame on Matt than Kevin. Yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt even kind of admitted that he doesn't follow around that closely. He probably should for something like that. That led to a lot of it. I, I blame him more than I blame Kevin. After talking to both of them, I think next year is going to be a different to some extent. Yeah, they should just hire me as a consultant, and I can tell yeah. them. To fucking either yes, hire this person or no, don't hire this person because they need somebody with some fucking common sense, and that seems yeah, like it's gonna know, be me. They uh, should just let us run that. Let's yeah. just, what I'm let's saying, just do you it. don't need a you don't need a consultant. All you need is to say, reach out to a friend and go, hey, can you do the social media on this before we put this out and make sure we're not doing something stupid? All it takes is one phone call to a friend. If I was running something and I needed you guys, I would call you up on a text and be like, hey. You guys just look at this real quick to make sure I'm not making an asshole of myself. Like they could have done that a hundred times and they didn't do it. Yeah, we should just, uh, they should just let us do it next year. Just let yeah. us fucking book it. It'll be way better, and it won't be six hours. Jayhawk, you're the you're the nice, head referee nice too. Senior well, ref according to the forms. I I trust me. I am going to be in especially in Kevin gear, but Kevin seems to look a little bit better than Matt does. I'm gonna be. I'm definitely gonna be in Kevin gear over the next year and be like, if, if I see anything like that, I'm gonna be like, hey, you might want to rethink that. And when I uh, tell them that I'm gonna need paid for trans, that just means that I'm gonna need uh, them to pay Marcy and JB to come down and hang out with me. That's what that means. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Okay. Boom. Uh, I, I, I mean, over overall, a good show. I think that overall, overall, a good show uh, last night. I'm not gonna fault them for it. They, they raised a lot of money. Go. And the changes were for the better. I wish it didn't have to get to that point to get those changes. And honestly, there were a lot of stars there, and a lot of people we know were at that show. So you know, good on them. And I hope they they make some money. But it was better because they wanted to see a bad wrestling show. That's why they went. (laughs) Yeah, well, I I I I I can't say anything on the air, but I've heard some of the names that are up for next year, and I'm 
they're doing they're doing a lot better due diligence already. Listen, next I hope year, they so. I hope they made sure they checked out that Theodore Hart kid because you know they need to just make sure that he is available. <laughs> oh, oh my god, if they even talk to Teddy Hart, I'm Mac and Mac. It's like Josh said, they're gonna do it at that battered woman shelter. It's gonna be fucking amazing. It's by the way, Jayhawk, how many tier. bumps did Tommy Dreamer take? I didn't keep match, I don't know. I saw him at Creative Pro. He took as little as possible. I just want to make sure that he's that he gave oh, everyone was that their in money the ring or backstage. <laughs> he, 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 there were there were no bumps backstage. That's okay. unfortunate. Hey, hey, there, yeah. there at least needed to be some like cocaine backstage to to last six hours for a show. Jesus, you could yeah. you could have done an AI Wilford Brimley voice to announce the uh, you know diabetes over and over again. That would have been amazing. I don't I don't know. I don't like six- candy. I got diabetes. <laughs> six hours of cocaine would kill someone. <laughs> I, I don't know. About I don't that. know, I man. Yeah, nineteen ninety seven. <laughs> Josh would argue with you, Mars. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> It's still IW guide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Jayhawk. Jaygold. I'm Marcy. I'm the it girl of the podcast. Literally. <laughs> Wanna hear you are, butter? Uh I'm Captain Sweatpants. Nice. <laughs> Better Captain Sweatpants than Captain Underpants, I get. So <laughs> well, that sounded like a very exciting weekend for you, Jayhawk, and, and people are at least talking about it. So it gave us good <laughs> material. Yeah, and again, they they raised quite a bit of money. I, I, if the total under kicked out, and I'll be crying. They raised quite a bit of money. The show wound up being. I thought. I mean, there were there were there were stuff on that show. I just kind of cringed at, but the the good the stuff, there was good stuff on it. And right, he, it's not like there's continuity. You're gonna have to wait for it till next year or anything. It is what it is, right? It's a one shot, and they do their thing and they move on. And okay, Tommy Dreamer told some great story backstage. Maven what, what did a meet and greet, and he'd cool as hell. Did they I play enjoyed- a sick ass song? They did. Yeah, oh, they played yeah. at Creative Pro also. He was there a few times when I was there, and they play his music. Well, speaking of that, I went to a nose-to-tail pig roast on Saturday night. So that's that. There you go for diabetes. And for uh, I had to eat a handful of blood thinners, but I still ate a nose-to-tail pig roast on Saturday. It was like four, four hours pig? long. Yeah. Did you, so did you eat the pig balls? So it was it was like a jowl, like, uh, like cheek eye. Uh, like muffin type of thing to start and then we did like the pat like the mousse like the the, the we did a chicken fried pig liver we did a uh like a pork mousse which was like you know the brain and whatever else then we did um loins with uh pork loins with with uh zucchini and we did ribs rack of ribs we did um oh man there were like 14 courses and the last thing was like a cherry pie and instead of using uh, um, like uh, cooking vegetable oil or whatever, they use pig lard in the crust. It was amazing. So it, that was not wrestling related. I did nothing wrestling related this weekend, but um, at least uh, at least I got to eat a nose to tail pig roast. Was that for the Dead Chef Society thing? Yeah, correct. Part of my that was our summer bash last year. It was a Malfi Coast, and we did like an outdoor like uh, uh, Italian feast. But this year was uh, was the pig roast. Yeah, I didn't do much this weekend. I uh, started watching back the WCW WWF invasion angle uh, yesterday. So that's what I've been kind of. How is that aged? Yeah, uh, I, say- I don't know. It's I'm I'm fine with it. It brings back lots of memories. The nostalgia is what kind of is keeping it alive for me. It's not super great, but like X Pac was the light heavyweight champ, just defending it every week for some reason. Super weird. Because you deal with the X Factor. They actually let the Uncle Cracker song play during one of the entrances. Albert was the Intercontinental champ when that whole thing started. It was pretty wild. 
I will okay, I bet if the angle wound up being over all that invasion pay-per-view and Cleveland was fucking awesome. That that's still great. Yep. Wait, where wait, what was it? Invasion, invasion pay-per-view? Who can Cleveland? Oh, the pay-per-view was I, I didn't realize that. Wow. Yeah, was, oh, so, yeah. There's so that? like 90% of like the Ohio wrestling people were there. I was there. Jayhawk was, I was there. there. Like so many but, fucking people. Like Thorne, all of them. They were all there. Everybody was there. Oh, the RVD Jeff Hardy match from that show. Yep. That's fantastic. So yep. Oh my god. Yeah, that, that pay-per-view wasn't bad at all. There was like it was it was it had some good points and, and good matches, but the invasion angle as a whole was was not great. Mercy, what did you do this with weekend? the one WWF guy that got booed for whatever reason? Like that crowd hated us for whatever reason. I was just, you know, I'm just rubbing, rubbing shoulders or elbows. Yeah, rubbing elbows with top names in the FGC. You know, just, just, you know, being good at Street Fighter. I get to, I get to play with some cool people. Oh yeah, who did you play with? Then you got, I a, got you... yeah. I so I got to run a set with uh, Saint Cola, who was doesn't really do competitive fighting anymore. He's mostly been doing commentary, usually for Street Fighter and Guilty Gear. I got to do a set. And I even took a round. I watched that on Twitter. You posted that video. I, I was very proud of myself. That's, that was that was my moral victory. Did you go see Barbie? I have not seen Barbie yet. No. Did you use that controller to play him? The one that you got? No, I'm back on pad. pad Street Fighter 6 is a pad game. So that's what I'm saying. Did you use that thing? No, no. I just used a regular controller. Oh, a regular controller. Okay. Yeah, yeah Street Fighter. It's it's just Street Fighter just works better on the pad. I can't explain. I, I mean, I can't explain it, but yeah, it just it play it's. You have more access to buttons that would normally be a pain if you're using like a stick. Ah, okay. What's on this weekend? So, fight wise, not a whole hell of a lot. A PWA black label out of Australia got a show Saturday at 6 a.m. Eastern. Ricky Smiles against Jack J. Band, Jack J. Bonka. For the PWA Heavyweight Championship in the main event of that show. Uh, looks like we've got Antino Brothers Wrestling doing their LA Rumble show Saturday night at 10 o'clock Eastern. And then Sunday night at 8 o'clock Eastern, Future Star Wrestling present Moment of Truth live from Las Vegas. That's pretty much it as far as live wrestling goes on fight. AIW is not streaming live due to the body internet at the Ashfield County Fairground. So. That's, and that's for, our tour, that's for our contest, and we'll, we'll talk more about that later tonight. Uh, also, by the way, the ETU guys expect the unexpected are at the Mecca and Bishop and Wes are a tag team there that night in Jersey. My brother's going to be there. And then and our buddy uh, Bagelmonger, he's Andrew, our, our Patreon guy. He's going to be there with Lewis from uh, PW Ponderings and Matty Fish. And then um, and then also across in Long Island, Creative Pro is running. I think they, they're going to do it on their Twitch channel. Um, and unfortunately, I was supposed to go to that, but my kids got a rookie day at sleepaway camp so we're gonna miss it which sucks i'm gonna be in pennsylvania or better pennsylvania than new jersey but yeah that's correct all right over on the iwtv side of things friday we have st louis anarchy running circus maximus 28 uh, also on friday icw no holds barred on saturday limitless wrestling's crunch time as well as h2o's barbed wire city showdown and then Sunday, as Jay Gold just mentioned, ETU presents Summer Madness. Someone say something, please. I'm done. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Thank God. All right. <laughs> Holy don't, shit. don't you like hearing Marky talk? No, it's not that. I'm just I'm I don't care about what's on. I'm not gonna I'm gonna be busy all weekend. 880. Uh, yeah, we are. And then we got AIW, and then I'm going to wrestling under the stars. So I'm I'm busy all weekend. I ain't watching anything. 
Yeah, fill everybody in on that because you're doing a you're doing a buttload of wrestling this weekend. So Friday for the uh, Fridays on Fifth, uh, eight eighty. It's the MV's big barbecue bash. We're heading down to uh, New Kensington, PA. Marcy, myself, and JB, and uh, we're gonna rock uh, some eight eighty wrestling all night. Uh, we're gonna get back to my place. We're gonna make a pillow fort, uh, and then we're gonna sleep. <laughs> Uh, and then we're going to get up the next day and head out to AIW in the in Jefferson for the hardcore tournaments, uh, where we will be um, hanging out with Ziggy and her dog, Rupert. Uh, we'll be doing our uh, first ever um, autograph uh, 8x10 photo with Ziggy. And so we can get those taken care of and sent out to our patrons. Um, and then... Uh, after that's all said and done, the next day I'm going to uh, Niles to help out uh, Time Capsule Toys with their uh, selling of action figures at the Wrestling Under the Stars show, and then I will be watching that show, which will feature uh, El Hijo del Vikingo against Commander. So, and the acclaimed and Daddy Ass will be there as well, and Willow. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Some yeah, sweet- this is my this is my first Jeffersonville show. What's what are the last two like? Because it's also like a convention type deal, right? It's literally uh, just like fairground stands. And then underneath of those is like where the convention stuff is. It's just tables. It's nothing special. Just tables. Okay. It's out in the middle of nowhere. So bring snacks. And what's the deal with our, with our contest? Contest? Are we going to give that away during the uh, during the day? Or are we going to give that away? Um, uh It'll be Wednesday during the day. It will be announced. So by the time you've probably heard this, if you didn't listen to it first thing at midnight, it should be on our Twitter. So I'm sure I don't, I think there's only like two or three people that have decided to enter it. So, and shout out to Fonzie for retweeting it as well. And yeah. Fonzie's Fonzie's helping out. Everybody's, you know, doing their thing, but people don't want free tickets. Apparently. I don't know. I don't know why. So they just strange. really want support. They want So they want to buy the tickets themselves. Yeah, I guess. So, yeah, that's cool. We'll uh, give a free pair away to somebody. Nice. All right. Doing interviewing. Marks on the internet that ask the questions that they think are cool to ask. All right. Joining us now, the baby ref of 880 Wrestling, (laughs) Rosie Jones. (laughs) Hi, guys. How are you? (laughs) Hello. Hello. Welcome, welcome to this nonsense. We're glad to have you. I am so excited to be in a nonsense right now. <laughs> we uh, had David Lawless on last night, and uh, it was a um, blast. Apologies, I apologize for that so much. Oh no, he's the best. We love him. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I'm, I'm... we can't say nothing but nice things. He's also our lawyer, so you know we. Uh... He does. He doesn't rep- represent me. I'm so glad that we finally got our um, <laughs> air conditioning reset up after of course you know we have insulation fall from the ceiling and you know our air conditioning fa- fails you know the first couple of shows that he owns our property at now Listen, so, he's um, giving you guys the authentic indie wrestling feel right there the ceiling tiles falling the ac it's warm it's all sorts of broken grimy. toilet seats it's, yeah. it's all kinds all, of stuff all i'm saying is you know if he wants us to be successful he would set us up for success but that's you know <laughs> you're not <laughs> you're not officially in the so, wrecking business until you've worked in a building with no air conditioning in the middle of freaking July. 
And right. Yep. <laughs> That's what happened recently. Yes. And, and people think that like, like an indie, like an indie level thing. Like no, like world class championship wrestling at the Fortatorium in the eighties. Like that building was notorious for not having air conditioning. Oh, was the uh, the 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 insulation falling from the ceiling? Was that from like the wind coming in, or what was that from? Because no. like we have had that at practice sometimes too or even like other thursday night fights but it's always been like little tricklings of it and then this one it just it it's sting you know like yeah. it it was either sting or it was blue cane or we were just like he's here he's somewhere <laughs> it was soul taker that's who it was, it was oh, okay oh. oh we're not gonna talk about that man especially after he choked me out it's fine don't worry about it everything's cool <laughs> I don't understand why everybody keeps taking liberties with Rosie in the ring. It doesn't make any sense. Dude, everybody. My God. You are telling me. Oh, my God. I suspect there's like a scheme occurring with the Dangerous Knights crew and with AIW kids and all these people we bring in. And it's like, we got to beat Rosie up. She's too nice. She's too cute. We're jealous. So, yeah, I just think that's that's what happens. And, you know, I can't you start help carrying it, but... a kendo stick to the ring you should <laughs> or some sort of some sort of sharp object you, you I keep get in shank. your pocket yeah <laughs> you, need a shank. you need a shank carry a shank somebody a shank. gets out of line you just stab them once under the arm so rosie the, the shank she'll just come out and start shaking people instead of being rosie i can make other people rosie yeah yeah exactly don't give me ideas guys this will be an implementation real quick Woof. <laughs> You can use any idea we come up with. We just ask for ten percent. Right. We get, we give out ideas on this show to everyone. We've had we've had several mm-hmm. uh, uh, suggestions to talent. So you know we'll okay. see. Yeah, Isaiah yeah, Broder. He can... wasn't the problem until us. That's right. Oh my god. That's Dude, correct. That man is that man is insane looking and also just like as a person. He's so cool. Congrats on his new title. That was awesome. Yes. Uh, so I usually ask about your first match. So what was your yeah. first match that you refereed? Oh, my first match that I refereed? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, hold on. This, I'm, it's only been four months ago, but I write down every match that I have. Good. So my, my oh, look more people should. More people should, honestly. Yeah. Right this out of the Jake Clemens playbook right there. All right. This yeah. is my Pusheen um, notebook. It has little <laughs> rainbows and everything on it, and it has all of my matches in it. Um, nobody steal it. My debut is March 10th, 2023. And my first match was the Steel Dragon, Remy LeVay, Levy, LeVay, I'm sorry, Remy, LeVay. versus the Anderson Brothers. And that was a dark match. Okay. Um, yeah. And I remember it being a, a lot of a lot of fun. So, yeah. The yeah, Steel Dragon seems crazy. like uh, a sleazy character. I don't know. Something about the... You know, he was really cool and i really you know he's done some things that aren't okay but like when you live in our basement for for so many months at a time especially when we don't have ac i can understand how that gets to your you know your mental capability (laughs) however the the smell just has to be awful yeah you know however comma when you attack our ring announcer marco like that i just can't defend any of your actions anymore I, you have no respect for me. Can't believe you did that, Steel Dragon. <laughs> I'm just, I'm surprised Marco didn't fight back because I know Marco uh, has some moves. So you're gonna see it real soon too. Does Marco so, train also? Um, mm-hmm. Marco trains also. All right, Marco, there you go. we're so excited for Marco. Uh, he has everything in line. He takes a lot of inspiration from the Divas era, and so, hmm. um, like. 
he we saw him practice his, his entrance um not too long ago and it's amazing so yeah we're very excited for marco. i feel like uh, marco is gonna be uh is gonna have a number one fan in uh, young ed eventually so oh no doubt yeah for sure especially if 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 he's taking stuff from the divas young ed loves the divas so it'll be good stuff it's beautiful. Uh, what's the worst ring name you've ever heard oh god guys don't do this to me um we ask everybody you know everybody give <laughs> the us something we've heard some great ones and i'm I'm gonna make a top 10 list at the uh for the end of the year absolutely okay hold on i'm gonna i'm, I'm literally looking through my notebook um, why you have you have suggestions or you, you've written down the ones that you didn't like <laughs> no, no i write down all of them and i just i think i might have some inspiration from looking at them um i do wish i would have started doing that when i when i started writing everything down i don't remember somebody like, that writes down like the match times at shows that you go to i can't believe you don't have yeah, like Jayhawk. your list oh. jayhawk i'm so i'm surprised by that in, in fairness even if i would have started doing that at the be- at the <laughs> beginning it's been 19 years and i've moved like four times i would have lost all that shit by now probably yeah that's true but so, someone would have had that yeah so much for collecting i don't want to i don't want to rat on anybody just because that's their gimmick and everyone's like your whole gimmick is like half who you really are so if I rat on somebody, then that's gonna mean that I hate is, them. Is, is it MV Young? Because because that's a pretty lousy name. I'm sure. Now listen, MV. Listen, she didn't mean anything by it. You know, uh, Michael Vincento Young. No, I shouldn't be doing this. This is the Dangerous Nights crew. Um, no, Gianni, Michael, Enrico. It's too long. People misspell it all the time. They misspelled it on KDKA. And cheers. That's what he deserves. <laughs> what in the spit slapped him with it all right i love it i said what i said and i meant it (laughs) no you're absolutely right though because uh i went to mention him last night and i didn't want to mispronounce so i just was just like oh those guys that you're with the the knights crew guys yeah what's his face and frank and yeah (laughs) but former piece of shit i think he's still working on I think he's still a I mean, piece of shit, but no one wants to admit it. I think that he, I think that he can, he can turn it around. It'll be okay. I think he can turn it around if he stops with the sloppy steaks and slicking I, back I the hair. I believe in him. You know, it's a transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, he's making a good step with the Hawaiian shirts. I think if he like, you know, adds a little more color into it, he'll be all on the right path. I think he can change. I really do. I think he can change. Uh, if he holds a baby and it cries, you just got to give it another chance. He can change. I think so. <laughs> uh, so what, what's your pre-show ritual before you go out to uh, referee a match? I get made fun of all the time for stretching, but like, it's definitely necessary. Um, just because like I have, I t- I've torn an ACL by doing really simple stuff. Um, so I'm like, I'm paranoid. And so that's why I always stretch. Um, I always put gun, gum, not gun, Jesus, um, gum in, um, and I always put perfume on because the locker room is always stinky and A, it will make the locker room smell better, but then B, like, it's nice when you smell good when you're in close quarters with other people in the ring. Right. Um, uh, if we have one of those seven punk bands playing, I usually put in earplugs and kind of just get into my own zen. So it's not like, because ah, 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 that's also what's happening in my head and having it on the outside and the inside. is just 
super conflicting. <laughs> yeah, um, I totally uh, just ran outside every time that happened when I was down yep. there. So yeah, some of them are really good, and I want to listen. But then some of them, I was I the the most that I was an emo kid in high school was like Paramore and Fall Out Boy and Green Day, and I never got into like the screamo stuff. So. Yeah. There was a band from Cleveland when I was there that actually wasn't half bad, but I don't remember their name. And uh, it was only not half bad. Like there was some stuff that I just didn't care for of their set, but uh, there was like one or two songs I, I, I liked, but I'm excited uh, for the bands actually. We're there to party. I don't, I, I don't even know who's playing, but I'm like, I'm down. I'm down for some live music. Get in the pit, Marcy. Let's go. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, start moshing. I'm uh, I'm excited for Marcy and JB to to be there live and and like experience it live because like when I was there by myself it was very it was it was like weird and then like once I talked to Toddy and then like got to talk with everybody then I felt like uh it was a lot better and then like it was it was interesting so uh, to, yeah. to bring them down there shepherd coming, them down. Are you coming this Friday or yes this Friday we will be there let's go so cool. I'm I'm super excited I got to be there for you know the uh. 27 club it's my homies so Cleveland I, I know i'm just friends with everybody you hate you know we got yeah, our lawyer on the on the 27 club soundtrack ask oh yeah voice is it so uh, there's Rosie. a version of the 27 club intro uh that i made uh and it's my voice saying the 27 club i edited it Brothers, all together how could you i need to leave <laughs> this is disrespectful this is a very pro cleveland room right here yeah even though i'm uh, in new york still pro cleveland i mean there's oh. two of us from north of youngstown one person from cleveland and josh from new york but he's his heart's in cleveland so yeah okay. i mean we'll i'm not you I'm not from here. I just live no, you're here. You know, but you live here. Yeah, you live there now. So you're so you're actually you know. actually let's let's get I don't live in Cleveland. I live in Lakewood. That's very different. Okay. I live in Gay, Ohio. That's <laughs> that's that's different. Anybody <laughs> outside of Lakewood, you live in Cleveland. Uh, yeah. But, uh, I always no, thought you lived in Cleveland. Like you, you went to enjoy. You, you saw mm-hmm. how the vibes were there. Uh, yeah. 880 is very much similar in in the main yeah. it's very punk rock very it's, 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 like it's a, good vibes we're like how do i say this we're like queer punk space that's covered in glitter yeah i like that and i'm like, about all those things yeah, yeah. Um, exactly that's why <laughs> i excited do you, do for you, you to be yins? there yins do you say yins? oh god no 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 so thank here's god. the thing okay. is that don't say thank god those are my <laughs> <from people>. <laughs> um, <laughs> they know i don't like it either come on Oh my God. Um, no, I lived in Texas for seven years and I was born in Nashville. And so I have a deep, deep Southern part of me that only comes out when I'm like drunk or angry or super tired. And so I say y'all because that's yeah. what my mom I'm, says. I'm and my mother, yeah, my mother would not forgive me if I ever said yins or use guys or whatever the hell they say in Cleveland. Or- <laughs> I'm, I'm a y'all person. And I, I mean, I, but I grew up in the country too. So that's probably why. That's um, probably why. Yeah outstanding that well i'm gonna assume you never backyard wrestled right oh god no i am an only child and that that did not happen (laughs) it did not occur (laughs) my mother wanted to make me a a, a respectable young lady so that was not that was not part of my growing up (laughs) okay uh jay gold uh letting you take over so that's good that's a good segue into where i like to do the uh the housekeeping questions as far as Mm. Um, especially with rookies, um, I I would I, I want to get started. So let's hear. So you said only child. You grew up in Tennessee, Texas. 
Let's mm-hmm. go. Where did you, where did wrestling come in in your life? <laughs> and how did you get here? Because a yeah. female referee in Pittsburgh, <laughs> it's, it's got, I, I mean, it's fascinating. So I want to know, how, give me your, give me the evolution. Yeah, of course. So um, wrestling was not something that I grew up watching at all. I think I was like vaguely aware of The Undertaker. And if not, I was majorly scared of him. Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, like, I don't think I even know who Hulk Hogan was other than it was this very tan man who was on like E! Network. Um, <laughs> oh, who had his no. own reality show. No, I'm, I'm really <laughs> serious. Yeah, I get it. You date me. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> um, and so when I was living in Dallas, I had a, a couple of friends who they were a couple and they're now married um, and have a beautiful baby boy. Um, but they were one of those couples who would go to Mania every year. And they were saving up for their wedding. And so I think it was 2018 um, where they were like, we're just going to hold a a mania watch party at our house. And so I was like, okay. Um, So I come over and, um, you know, he's Brandon's cooking and I bring over like some terrible like grocery store icing cookies. And like, I'm basically just watching this all unfold and I show up late. And so my first match was um, Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston um, for the title. Yeah, what a match to start, right? Um, and so, um, and like, they're both black. Brandon and Steph have both lived lives. Um, they both grew up in the part of Jacksonville. That's where they're originally from, where, you know, we hang them where we bang them, kind of. Um, Brandon dropped out of high school um, and was a part of gang life, affiliated and all of that kind of stuff. And so, did you guys ever see that reaction video of, I believe it was Shaq and uh, MVP? Um, oh, that was Chad. That was Shad. Yeah, Shad Gasper. Shad, sorry, I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, yep. God rest his soul. Um, but um, where they're just like at a bar crying, like that was Brandon. And I'm sitting next to this big hulking man, and he's like sobbing over something. And I hadn't seen this man cry up until he got married. Um, and I'm like, what is happening? Like, what is making this this man who I was like I still kind of refer to as my father. Um, just because like he was so influential in my life, like crying over this, like, isn't wrestling fake? Like what's happening? I'm not supposed to say that out loud, but like what? And so they, at the time they let, uh, let me their, uh, network password when network was still a thing. And I just like deep dove. Um, and then about probably four or five months later, I went to my first indie show and then I really fell hard into it. And then like, that was about the time where they were starting up AEW. Um, and what was your first watching. indie show? What was that show that you went to? <sighs> DFW All Pro. It had Ricky Starks on it before he went to NWA. And um, what else did it had? It had one of the girls. She's now under a different gimmick, but she she's in WoW right now as like a rapper. She's a white girl. She's very pale. And the audience called her Seamus because she was so pale. Mm. Um, I can't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's just how I remember. That's um, all right. And it was it was uh, either the day before or the day after Halloween. And me and my friend were the only people who dressed up in Halloween costumes. But um, that's all I remember. Um, but I was just like, this is so cool. And I was going to go and train at their school. And then COVID happened. And so, and I'm not going to get into like really personal stuff, but like, you know how like the world changed and like, 
sure. people were going through it and like when it rains it pours but not in a happy way that's what happened um 20 the year of 2021 was not my friend um so anyway i moved from dallas to jacksonville um with my parents and then um just like trying to figure out life and how to be a human again and then i'm like you know what I uh, screw it. I'm going to go to Orlando, Florida and do flatbacks <laughs> with um, Sean Spears and Tyler Breeze. And it's a two month thing. And week three, I tear my ACL by running the ropes. And so then I'm kind of sidelined, but I'm learning so much. It's insane what you can just like, like pick up and learn. I had this, I have staring at it right now, but I have this notebook that's like filled to the room with notes because um, when you're surrounded by amazing people who have either worked like dark, AW dark, or have done this professionally or um, like live that life, you can just soak up so much and learn so many things. Um, and so that was a really cool experience. Um, and then I, so I, excuse me, I was born in Nashville, but I uh, grew up in Pittsburgh. So one of my gal pals from, a, um, from high school was like, my company's hiring up here. Like, do you want to come back home? And I said, yeah. So in 22, I moved back up here. Um, and I, after getting settled for a little bit, I um, messaged out to a couple of promotions in Pittsburgh and I was like, Hey, you know, I'd like, I'd love to come and just like help out, like do literally whatever you want. And Tom said no, and then enjoy. Um, I was, I was like, you know, I have like limited mobility because I have a knee thing that's still healing. And enjoy said, hey Campbell, yeah, like our, the truck is showing up at ten a.m. on Saturday. You know, we'd love to come help you. Uh, we'd love for you to come help out. Um, and I showed up and helped float in the ring, and I met everybody for the first time. Um, I met Mike for the first time. He's like, yeah, I'm thinking of starting up a school. Um, and that night they let me ring the bell. <laughs> and then in August of this past year, Mike set up a TTT, uh, put Pittsburgh. So that's kind of how it all unfolded. Um, so, yeah. So, so, but, a, but referee. So did you, cause I, I know a lot of refs will say even like we, when we talked to Tom Dunn or we talked to Porter, mm-hmm. um, you know, something came up. So obviously, so Tom Dunn tore his ACL, you know, Oh, uh, Porter started that. a little bit later in life, you know, didn't want to do bumps. Right. So yeah. what, what was that the, the turning point for you to go to be a ref or did you say to yourself, listen, I can't, I can't be an in-ring talent. I, I don't want that, but I want to be a part of this. Or did you go, you know what? Refing looks like a, what's something I w- I'd be even better at. So during that time period of like COVID happening and um, like being in Dallas, um, I picked up on a lot of podcasts and one of them was Chris Van Vliet. And I listened to the Aubrey Edwards podcast and I was like, that's it right there. Um, I'm not flippy. I am not uh, she Hulk. I, I don't um, I've seen a lot of injuries happen, including to myself. And so, but I was like, how I see refing is it's that it's like, it's an empowerment exercise and you know like you can have a lot of fun while also like creating art while also like empowering yourself and so that whole combination um i just thought was really cool and so i was like i only want to be a ref like that's that's it that's all i want to be um yeah wow that's fascinating and when you when you started to do the ref side where was anybody saying to you hey you know the road for a referee is 
especially as a female, you know, it is better now, but it's tough, right? I mean, oh, did yeah. you, have you did you ever have those conversations with people where they're like, you know, why why do you want to do refing? Why do you why you know, it's it's not the you know the business itself has always been such a uh, it's so behind the times, you know, and and as it struggles to catch up, you know, we get more and more, you know, it 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 struggles to catch up, but when it does, it makes a big impact. So, you know, you have yeah. so many female referees now. Was there anything in your way? Did you say to yourself, oh, man, this is going to be harder than I thought, you know, to try well, to make I mean, an impact here? Um, from a physical aspect, of course, it was a lot harder than I thought. Like, just the physicality. People think, like, just, you know, you're standing in the ring and you're counting to three, but there's so much movement that occurs and your attention span has to be in so many different places. From a social aspect, um, I mean, I I know that there are some promotions who only want women with women, but that, which I actually think is quite empowering because, like, where else do you get to see that occur um, in wrestling? Like, all three people inside the ring are women. Um, but then I have other promotions who are like, hey, can you do a hardcore match? And I'm like, hell yeah. Um, I think it's um, – oh, there are moments where my brain turns off. It'll come back to me eventually. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that it really just depends. You can have a lot of flexibility with what you want to do. And I think it also benefits you to be really flexible as well um, in terms of what the different promotions are looking for um, and what you're looking for um, to input as well. I think it's a lot of a give and a take. There's never been any kind of like, oh, we're, well, at least not yet. <laughs> There's never been any kind of a, Oh, you're a woman, so we're we're never going to let you do that type of a thing. I thought that would occur, but it hasn't happened so far, and I'm really oh, good. thankful for yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. Um, okay, my last one before I mean I'll come back, but I, I want Jayhawk and Marcy to go. But my last question is this: You mentioned, you know, you didn't you didn't watch a lot of wrestling. You know, you were mm -hmm. exposed to to Kofi and 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 Daniel Bryan the, that match. Now you're in the business, right? Mm -hmm. Now you're now you're exposed to a lot of different wrestling. What's yeah. your favorite? What's your favorite right now? And, and let's take out, let's take out 880 in the Pittsburgh scene. What's your favorite? Like, do you go on TV and watch it? Do you watch it streaming? What do you love to watch right now? What's the, now that you're in it and you, you know, you're, you have an appreciation for everything. Um, mm -hmm. What do you watch? What do you like? What style um, is your favorite? Oh my God. I am in love with Joshi. Um, Joshi is so cool. And I think it's simply because like, <laughs> I think that style that's like so hard hitting and it's like, I guess kind of so flippy um, and so fast is not something that we have here a lot. So I'm like constantly hooked on stardom. Um, uh, what is it? I have been going back and watching a lot of shimmer stuff from, from like 2016, 2017. Um, I have also like my bread and butter is like NXT black and gold. Um, and that's, that's really what was like, um, what was it when I was like on the come up? That sounds really stupid. <laughs> like on the wrestling fan yeah, to come up, that was sure. like my bread and butter. Um, I do watch a lot of AEW. Um, I love Defy. Um, I love Wrestle Prestige. Um, all of that kind of stuff. I like as much as I am not a flippy person. I like flippy and fast. And um, I, if you put, if you can sprinkle a little. Uh, speedball mike bailey into everything i think that's, that's kind of what my style is that's amazing how fast you've you've gone from not knowing anything and not growing up with it to to you know being a fan of joshi and and all that different all the different styles that's that's fast i mean 
you know, you don't find many people who go almost zero to 60, so to speak, with, with this business as fast as it sounds like you have. So <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Well, so I think I've always, one thing that I was like really nervous about is like, there are a lot of people who are like, oh, I, you know, um, I don't want to start too late or I think I've started too late. I mean, shoot, you have people like Billy Starks and Nick Wayne who are like 18 years old and are doing these incredible things. And so I think like mentally, I always go to like zero to 100 as fast as I can with everything. Um, working. Not, yeah. So that's what yeah. I'm trying to do. Jayhawk. So when you're watching other wrestling, are there any referees that you're watching that you're getting inspiration from? Oh, heck yeah. Um, Jessica Carr, Aja Smith. Um, there was a lady who was on NXT. His name, NXT UK, his name was Artemis. Um, oh gosh, there are so many on the Indies that I follow. Oh no, and I should have written down all of their names because I want to name drop them. This is terrible. Um, oh gosh, um, Scarlett Donovan from GCW. Um, I do watch watch a lot of women um, just because I don't know it. It what is it? Uh, imitation is the best form of flattery. Um, and if you've made it to a certain level, I think there's a lot to learn from them, either in their movements or how they check in on people or just the style that they carry. Um, yeah, all of those are Gina, Gina. Sorry. Her name is Gina. Um, <laughs> um, you your brain shut off. It comes back to you. Yes. Um, so that's kind of um, those who I've taken a lot of inspiration from. Ob- obviously, Aubrey. Um, I know there's like a a big what is it she's too much of a character and she's distracting or whatever but is it is she distracting because she's a woman is that it or is it i don't know it's a back and forth what i will say is when aubrey first started aew i loved her i thought a guy from bray she was the best one they had and i'm not anti on her as i used to be but Mm -hmm. i don't i'm but it's not all her fault i i part of it is that they realized that she was getting over and they started giving her things to do that they told her to do it's not it's not all on her yeah and i think like um that that is like a shining example just like as jessica jessica carr is a shining example of like the top women who are referees currently and though they've come like kind of into the front portion um more recently um so we're kind of seeing that right now and so those are kind of shining star examples but there are a lot of um female referees that I follow a lot of on Twitter that I should have name dropped um, or should have been more well-researched, um, but that you can see and you can find and they're really cool. So yeah, Jessica Carr, <laughs> Jessica Carr, I do love. She, she's yeah. fantastic. Okay. Um, what is the best peak of advice you've gotten so far? Like, I know I've given it to you. Jackie Field gave it to you. Paradigm. I know I know we're not the only two. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take any advice from Jayhawk. Oh my God. Oh, listen. <laughs> No, Jayhawk is a sweetheart. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try and bury him on this own podcast. That'd be terrible. Um, she'll, she'll, she'll bury me privately behind my back. Like we do it all the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't I, I bury him yeah. every podcast. Uh, every chance second I get. we get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something that Porter O'Shea told me uh, when I was freaking out because I thought I was going to work my first like kind of big name recently was "You are genuine," and that will come across. Um, and I think he's just like, be, it's such a cliche form of advice, but like being yourself is the best way that you could get to reach your goal that you want. Um, (laughs) the other piece of advice with that, and like, as we talked about a, um, like refereeing for me is an empowerment exercise is 
you uh, just the realization that you are the authority figure in it means that you can be as angry as hell as you want to. So just like channeling anything, any type of aggression or any type of um, bullshit thing that somebody said to you at work the other day um, or just bad interactions that you had, you can channel that into being an authority figure and into being a strong presence um, in the ring. Um, I think that just taking, that's why people say like, you know, the best gimmicks are ones that come from real life. And I think this is the same, uh, comes from that same mentality. Um, being genuine and channeling um, all of that aggression you might want to bring forward can create the best product for you. Oh, do you have any long-term goal in mind or are you just going to kind of ride the wave for a little bit and see what happens? I have long-term goals there. Uh, what is it? One of the other great pieces of advice from Chris LaRusso was that I should make like a Cody list of like places that I want to work for or things that I might want to do um, or even people I might want to ref for. Um, obviously everyone has the, the ambition of like being a full-time ref at a place that is hard <laughs> to do. <Yeah. laughs> um, so currently I think I'm just looking at promotions, at, like I'm only four months in, right? So I'm kind of looking at promotions that are kind of in the near, near area, maybe four or five States around Pennsylvania, um, and making those my goal for the first year. And then I do have promotions that are like kind of more super indie level type stuff that I do want to work towards um, after I get past my year goal. I had one other one in mind and I just locked it, but if my brain shut off too. Nice. <laughs> it's okay. I don't think it ever turned on. That's the problem. Oh, <laughs> go Softball, you got it. Set it right up. <laughs> Every week I have to put up with the garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jayhawk. I'm so sorry. Okay. Uh, well, let's, let's talk about some of those names you're thinking of. What, what are those, some of those names that you're thinking of that you want to work with? Um, in life in general or at what time period? How, 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 however you want to take that question. I'm thinking okay. more, I'm thinking, I'm thinking more like currently realistic, but if you want to take it further than that, feel free. Okay. Um, so I do want to work in joy really bad. <laughs> um, but that's happening on like a soft launch, um, actually this Sunday at Taco Mania, um, in, in Pittsburgh on the South side. Um, so I'm, super excited about that i hope right. i don't cry but that's not um in my control that's <laughs> in my tear ducts control um uh, oh i'm like nervous to name and like drop people um i do i love the the feeling and the vibe of aiw they're absolutely insane up there and they realize it and they know it and they put on excellent shows um really great products and i also like train really good people um, just from like a personality standpoint and like being a moral and good person. Um, so I love all of those guys. Um, I think those are the two that are like my hit list. And I think those might take longer than four months in <laughs> to, to potentially work. Um, but those are two goals that I have. Um, and as long as it takes, I'll, I'll be there for the ride to help out and do anything for it. Yeah, well, as far as AIW go, you've got a you've got a good relationship with them, because that will help. But they are going to go who to training school first, and refs like you and me are going to be, oh crap, we're shorthanded. Who's available? That kind right. of thing. Yeah, and, I mean, that's Thorne, how it and works. Thorne, Thorne told me that flat out. Like, even if they're shorthanded, they're going to pull probably pull a student for before they go outside. He of told course. me that. Yeah. Or go. No. Yeah. I'm right there with you. AIW definitely definitely on my bucket list still. Go. Yeah. Okay. So one more question here. That can be leaky part of the show. No pun intended. No pun intended. Okay. We asked it to everybody. 
Are you familiar with the Reckling Sleek Lift? Sleek? Sleek? Please. Sleaze. Please. That's right. I don't think so. Okay. They cook a little bit before your time, but in the late 90s, early 2000s, there was a Mecca's board called Death Valley Driver Video Review Board. Okay. And there was a young poster there uh, under the screen name of Coach Tony K, who we now know okay. as Tony Khan. Oh. Who, who came up with a list of all the cleanest stories you could think of in the history of professional wrestling. Okay. I want you to pick a number between 1 and 460. I'm going to read it off to you. We're going to see what you think of it. Um. 354. 354. I feel like I'm not going to get these references, guys. This is really bad. <laughs> there's not. There's nothing to get. I didn't. I okay. wasn't a message boards guy either. I had to learn it from them. So okay, all right. One day you can check it out too. Google it when you get off with us and take a look. It is something that all these guys there's are a familiar lot of, with. Uh, apparently, a lot of gross stuff on there. Oh yeah, it's something to behold. Okay. Yeah. So this one, this one actually won the tamer one by the by this with standard. Good okay. for the Southern Bell. We need to make sure it's right. Make Thank sure. you so much. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. So before the September 5th, 2000 episode of Nitro, Goldberg went backstage with Kevin Natch when Evan Courageous walked up to shake Goldberg's hand. Goldberg was slow to acknowledge Courageous, and apparently Evan took offense to it and kept something to Goldberg. So Bill yeah. grabbed him by the throat, pinned him to the floor, choking him out. Oh, God. Goldberg later tried to apologize, but Courageous refused, which made Goldberg angry again, but nothing came of it. <laughs> okay. Oh, do you think that's true? There's no right or wrong I, here. So you use your use your you know what you know about the business right now, and let. What do you think? You think it happened? So it's my understanding, and this is this is probably a bad a, a, a bad way to think about this. Is what I think happens a lot of the time, or did happen a lot of the time, is that if there is a problem between two workers, it may or may not get solved in the ring um, and turn into a shoot. And so I don't think it's true. I think they maybe went out and like had a match and just beat the shit out of each other. Hmm. I'm not sure if that match actually happened, to be honest with you. Uh, like, uh, I don't know if it's true or not. I wasn't there. I wasn't even there with Owen. But uh, okay. knowing knowing the personality involved, especially Goldberg personality, I would not be surprised. Yeah. I, what is especially, it? especially how much Evan Courageous sucked. Yeah, Evan Courage Evan Courage was yeah, hack of reputation. We'll leave it at we'll leave it at that. But I what is oh, it? Shit. One of our uh like the second what is it, two days after our debut, uh so my debut. So we did te- like the Pittsburgh versus Cleveland show and then we drove to T two G Brooklyn and we did their show the next day. Well amazing. Wouldn't trade it for the world. The the like the night after the T two G Brooklyn show MV Young decided to show us Samoa Joe versus uh, ne- what is it Necro Necro Butcher, Butcher. Yes. Necro Butcher and first of all wow blood um, but that's why <laughs> I think like these two guys are just gonna duke it out in a match or maybe in a parking lot and it will just get solved that way. Yeah, uh, I I have worked with Necro Butcher. Cool. I've taken a stunner from Necro Butcher while he was bleeding. Not my finest moment. Cool. Yeah, so. Yeah, definitely, definitely a match to watch. I will leave it there. I can call, I can call Necro Butcher punch a punch a dude at a convention and end up getting the rest of the show canceled. That was a fun night. <laughs> have I ever have I ever told that story? Yes, yeah, okay. you've told that story several times. It's a good okay. story. It's a good. Story. I don't think I don't think this Necro Butcher is a good person. Sounds like <laughs> it, right, Mars? <laughs> 
All right. I, I think I've accepted my question, Mark, if you want to go and take over. Okay, so I think I can ask this because I'm an un- I'm an unbiased party. I don't I don't live in Pennsylvania. I have no tie to any Pennsylvania Uh-oh. sports teams. All right. But why 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 you guys come at Gritty and say he's so cringe? I get I get there'd be hatred. You're from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Philly hate each other. But like yeah. Gritty's above that. He's a national treasure, and I'm not about this like trashing him. <sighs> Listen, correct me if I'm wrong, but he is a fairly new mascot, is he not? He is, and we've all been taken by storm by Gritty. Okay, my question is... Not us here in New York. Oh, I love him. I, like, what is that? Like, it's the same thing I have for the Phillies. What is a Philly, and why does it look like that? Well, a Philly is a horse. A horse, Rosie, is a Philly. But but the Philly Philly fanatic is just a character, yes. Yeah, but he's like, he like... He's He's just a green, smelly thing, yes. Right, so it's like, why does Philly as a city have these weird things that aren't actually... Like, why not make it, like, I don't know, the Liberty Bell or like... Because their fans are animals and the worst people possible in sports. (laughs) Yeah, they're the worst fans in sports. It just and also the fact somebody that, didn't like, grow up with way, Sesame Street because if you did, you would know like all these things are just like just weird things like Sesame Street is. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> nah, dude, I had Dragon Tales. That's what I had. Rosie's so young Chase. that that Sesame Street was on HBO Max when she was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. I was born in '95. I was born in '95. Okay. Um. Um. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's just. It, it is, and then, like on Twitter, he's just so cringy. Like, what are you? I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Hey, whatever and, you want to about Cleveland sports fans, but Philly fans are a lot worse. Philly fans freaking boot Santa Claus. There's I'm not nothing saying, wrong. I'm not saying That's you're wrong insane. about that. There's nothing wrong with with Cleveland sports fans at all. They're hope they're a hopeful bunch that get that get misery all the time, just like New York, like me as a Met and Jet fan or Ranger fan. I listen, I commiserate listen. with Cleveland fans, but. Philly fans are the worst on the planet. The worst. Listen, I I really honestly, like, I have a kindred spot in my heart for Cleveland sports fans. Um, Just because from a football context, they remind me a lot of Dallas Cowboys fans where this is our year, but it never is. But they continue, like, it's amazing how much they have that hope inside well, of them. Well, they're hopeful, but Dallas fans are arrogant. That's the difference. Cowboy fans, yeah. are, they think they think that they're owed something because of the 90s. F- Cleveland fans are just hope- a hopeful bunch. Right, and, and that's get, and even more endearing it. and more yes, respectful. That's yes. right. So, like, you know, uh, yes, Pittsburgh people may or may not have thrown, there may have not have people in my family who have thrown beer bottles on the field at, Philly football or not Philly uh, Cleveland football games however comma I personally have a lot of respect for them because how can you live through that much pain and suffering and still be hopeful in life and I think that's a great quality to have I just really I just really like really that's all I just that's I just just want to put that out there (laughs) I I vibe with him so much (laughs) you're the one his eyes his eyes just scare me they did what yeah Oh my god! Okay. Anyway, some sort of deviance <laughs> behind those eyes. Mm. <laughs> uh, so I enjoy. I've seen you bopping around to wrestlers' entrance music. You seem like a very big music person. Like, what's, yeah. what's kind of been? What's your jam? Oh God, um, I can't open up my Spotify playlist because I'm on my phone. Sorry. Um, I so I love K-pop. Um, that's been a thing since like I was in high school. 
Um, me and my friend from high school actually still travel around the country going to K-pop concerts. Um, so there's a group right now who I love is called New Jeans. Um, they're pretty cool. Um, obviously, everybody who is into K-pop loves BTS. Um, I love what the 1975. Twice? You like Twice? I, yes, I have been to two Twice concerts um, within the past two years, and they're jams. They're now young they're favorite not- referee. Yeah, <laughs> favorite referee. There you go. Let's go. Um, what is it? Two. Anyway. Um, oh boy. So uh, they're not my favorite girl group, but I have I have seen them in concert. Um, I love the 1975. Um, even though they, is, and there's a lot of internet hatred about them as people and being problematic and such. It's fine. Their music is great. Uh, um, I love that. Um, I love some good '90s country music. Garth Brooks, Trisha Yearwood. Um, I've now been listening to, and I've been listening to a lot of George Strait recently because there's a guy who's out of um, 222 Brooklyn. His name is Perfect Perkins, and his entrance music is the big one by George Strait. So I've been listening to a lot of that. That just like warms my like Nashville heart because I lived there until I was five, and so my mom would like play um, Faith Hill and um all of that kind of music on the radio all the time um man what else do i listen to i listen to a lot of r&b um miguel is a great one just people who have smooth like butter um tones in their voice (laughs) um yeah kind of that it's kind of all over the place and i guess last one just kind of wrap it up would be like what would you say like your big hobbies outside of wrestling are been like kind of just to you know you, you need that thing that like that's not work to like entertain you yeah um <clears throat> let's see i am a big knitter i wish i could show you my project that i'm working on right now but i don't think it's near me at the moment um but i just have like bins and bins of yarn and that's what i do actually <laughs> when i went to indie shows in texas i would just sit there and knit and people are like <laughs> what are you doing and i'm like i'm just keeping my hands busy like you know just but when you get those specific stitches, you can keep doing them over and over. And then if you're following like a pattern, it's just repetitive. So you're like watching people kill each other and like get a whole bunch of color while I'm knitting. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I am working on the new um, Harry Potter game, Hogwarts Legacy. Um, I, I do tend to my Animal Crossing um, island here again, although my villagers are very upset with me because I take long breaks and they get annoyed by that um man what else do i do a lot of like people who are in the wrestling business are like oh i'm so boring and i'm like yeah because <laughs> the time that you do that you spend that's not working if you have a real job or doing wrestling is sleeping and eating <laughs> and doing very boring hobbies so um i concur but yeah that's pretty much it all right all right uh we have some voicemails so we can, oh, we can do those God. let's okay. do it <laughs> Voicemails. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Uh, first up is the other JB. Hey there, Indie Wrestling Guy. It's the other JB here. Alrighty, so for this week, you've got Rosie the Ref in the proverbial studio. Oh, it was a really nice time meeting. Rosie at AIW Bow Down and at the Prejudice and Joy show. Uh, it was a nice time. Um, looking forward to meeting up. Uh, I forget how the schedule lines up, 
but either this weekend or last weekend mm-hmm. um, for the latest A Baby show. Um, I'm sure that I will have or have had a fun time. Anyways, um, what is Rosie's beef with Grimace? With not Grimace. Uh, my beef is with Grimace. What is her beef <laughs> with Gritty? Um, he seems like it seems like a you know, fairly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I don't know what her deal is. Deal with Gritty is all right. Let me know. Oh, gee. Oh, babe, if you're listening to this, I love you so much. <laughs> oh, baby, you just helped. Oh, Marcy's day was just made right there. Oh my god, I, guys, I didn't know it was this big of a deal. I thought he was weird to a whole bunch of people. All right, it's I'm, not Rosie. I'm all with you. He's weird. There we go. All right, cool, 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 cool. That rotten yeah. bastard. Yes, he's weird, but so am I. <laughs> Yeah, in fair in fairness, the Cleveland Guardians have had Flyer for like thirty years, and I still don't know what the hell Flyer is. I used to work for the team. I have no idea what Flyer is. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> oh, oh shit! <laughs> uh, up next is Toddy Tondera. Yay! Toddy. Hello, Rosie Jones Day is finally here for IW Guide. This is Toddy Tondera, eight eighty wrestling's commentator, and I have a question for Rosie Jones. What is your favorite match? Or maybe you have a few out of out of state. What is your favorite out of state wrestling match that you have been the referee for? I thought it was an okay question. Have fun tonight, folks. Bye. Oh, it was a great question, Toddy. Um I'm gonna bring out my Pushing notebook again. <laughs> yeah, do it. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, my, my my daughter would love you because of the Pusheen notebook, by the way. I was going to say, I love that the notebook's Pusheen. I just saw it and I was like, this is it. Like, this is what I need to occur in my life. Okay, so it has to be out of state. Um, One, so he said one or a few, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, okay, cool. Um, so the first one, oh yeah. The first one that comes to mind is... Um, unsanctioned pro, which is based out of Columbus, um, that there were two matches there that were like absolutely insane. Um, so the first one was, which was what opened the show. I love scrambles uh, specifically scrambles that are just like spot fetty, spot <laughs> festy as hell. Um, and I know some people have problems against spot fast stuff, but like, I just love it when you have people who get to like showcase how really cool they are and put together like a really collaborative match together. And this one in particular was like the best cast of characters. Um, so it was um, Victor Analog, Rachel Armstrong, Anakin Murphy, Christian Robinson, Ace Perry, and then gorgeous Morgan Taylor. And it was, you can go and watch it on Unsanctioned's most recent show. It's on Fight TV somewhere and it opens the show. It's so good. Um like there's comedy. What is what is that meme from Saturday Night Live? This match has everything. Um, but oh it, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's got like comedy. It's got crazy sure. flippy stuff. It's got gender stuff. Um, of course, gorgeous Morgan Taylor's being an asshole. Um, it's so cool. I I also just like want to shout out like Rachel Armstrong is. I mean, what is it? She's the wish upon a shooting star is her gimmick, but she's going places. She's so cool um she's she has or ha- already is gonna have matches against Ally catch and shawley mckenzie and becca and she's just amazing um that was one oh my god hold on i think um there i won't say uh, this particular location just because um it will give away things but there is a particular promotion 
in the state of New York, which um, runs secret shows places. And they have like this really awesome combination um, of a crowd that doesn't know pro wrestling whatsoever um, and are usually drunk and high all the time. Um, and so like the first back bump that is ever taken is like the most mind blowing thing they've ever seen in their entire lives. Um, so I just absolutely love that environment. And anytime I get to be in the ring for that, um, is, is just magical because you're getting to see people like witness what pro wrestling is and what it can be for the first time. Their minds are absolutely blown. It's not a particular match. It's just like, I love that environment. So anyway, those are the most yeah. fun shows to referee on where the crowd really not a wrestling crowd. They're just there to have a good time. Maybe have a couple of drinks. Yeah. Yeah. You, just you, you can do anything time. and get a pop. You don't, it's it, true. It, it, it's it can true. be the worst match ever. You'll get a pop. Yeah. It's that I love places like that. Unsanctioned is one of those places as well. It's just awesome. Uh, up next is uh, Malcolm Cambridge. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, hi, guys. It's Malcolm Cambridge, one half of the greatest tag team on Planet Earth members only. Boo. Greatest stable of all time, the 27 Club. Uh, this call in question is for your guest, Rosie the Rex. Um, Rosie, who is your favorite wrestling stable? Why is it the 27 Club? And if you don't say nice things about us, I will keep my tradition of every time I'm at 880, punching you in the face and giving you a hard time. Love you guys. Love the show. Love you all the time. Malcolm! Okay, nice thing about Malcolm Cambridge or, get, or continue to get punched in the face <laughs> of the question. Well... Well, with all of my Very heart aggressive. and soul, and I say this with nothing but love, Malcolm Cambridge, fuck you. Um, <laughs> Very aggressive. Everybody, I said what down. I said with my whole chest, and I meant it. Um, anyway, <laughs> besides the point. Um, who is my favorite wrestling staple? Oh, this is a hard one. Um, Unfortunately, I, you have for- a bunch that give you trouble. Between the 27 Club and the Dangerous Knights crew and all those. Yeah, I don't care about boy. all of them. I, I don't care about all of them. I, I really don't care. Um, they suck. Um, just, just because the Dangerous Knights crew didn't invite you to Club Aqua doesn't mean you're going to be mad at them. I don't even know what that is, and it sounds terrible. So, um, well, <laughs> <laughs> that explains why I never got invited either, I guess. But, yeah. um, oh, I'm sorry. I, I have no idea what it is either. I'm, I'm, I'm having fun. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think I want to know anyway, because that's fine. You gotta, you gotta be um, part of the Dangerous Knights crew to know about it. That's you know. oh man, Jay Gold and I know. <laughs> we know about sloppy steaks, no, slick back hair. It's over. It's over for Frank, guys. It's just absolutely over. Um, <laughs> man, I must sound I'm gonna be like really basic, but like um, the whole thing that what is it? I mean, before Wheeler Yuta went bad, um, it, the whole thing of um, the best friends with Orange Cassidy and now Chris Statlander and sometimes um, Rapungi Vice, I guess. It's just wacky enough, and but it somewhat makes sense. Um, they're just guys who like to hug each other in the ring. And then sometimes Chris Statlander gives them boops on their noses and they power up in life. You know, I think it. it's just, I love the wacky things that just like somehow make sense and make people laugh. Um, the same thing goes for, oh, what is it? <clears throat> what is the um, current stable with Maxine Dupree? And oh, Otis? the Alpha Academy. Yeah. Yeah. Maxine's first on. match. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm see. It's a Monday night, and I'm not, not watching Maxine's first match in ring. Like it. It's it's so silly, but it's yeah. great, and it it makes sense somehow. Um, I just I love those. Like, <clears throat> I I'm not sure if I would be. I oh no, dear. If I'm really showing my colors now. Um, I have yet to watch the years of DX, but I feel like I would be a big DX fan. <laughs> it's just silly enough things so yeah i highly recommend you go back and watch that by the way i think you'll like it a lot it th- those those whole D- the dx at its prime was unbelievable yeah i've been told i've been making my way through pay-per-views and i'm slowly going back into time um for specific storylines but yeah good stuff all right uh up next i do not know who this is but they have a question hello i have a question for Ref Rosie, my question to Ref Rosie is, if you had one specific piece of candy <laughs> that you could be eating when a shark was ripping your flesh from your bones so that the shark could also taste how delicious the candy was <laughs> after eating you, what candy would it be? Thank, thank you. Bye. What what peak of candy would you be eating while a shark was eating you because the shark could have a peak of candy? I don't the question is irrelevant. Who the hell was that? <laughs> what the I think Rosie knows. And Ro Rosie's laughing too hard not to know who they could. Shout out to um delightful understand the goddamn candy man. He is oh, a wrestler yeah. at T2C Brooklyn. Oh, I love this man so much. Um, excuse me. Um, oh man, Dan, what a fantastic question, my guy. Um, if I had to pick one specific candy that I could be eating while a shark was ripping through my flesh and bones, so that the shark could also taste what it would be, what what candy would it be? Oh man, hmm. Well, it's got to be something with a lot of flavor, so that the shark can also taste it. Um. Oh man, it's a great, it's a great question. I feel like it has to be something that's gummy, but also has like the juice inside of it. Does that make sense? I think they recently made like Skittle gummy, Skittle gummies that have like, like the flavor burst inside of them. I think I'll go with those just because it has a lot of, a lot of uh, flavor to it that is long lasting over a period of time. Um, If not, then definitely those uh nerd gummy clusters that like what is it the the blue kind mm-hmm. um, specifically the blue kind because those Ugh. are the best ones no they are don't they are don't they knock are. it till you try it pam and oh, i the best. bring them to aiw all the time pam that's pam and i's favorite oh. it's literally the best mm-hmm. um i would eat a anything. giant butterfinger and just that's how you get it with all that peanut butter goodness there you go i, I, I would see the, I, I would eat uh, Warheads candy. That way, uh, all the sugar uh, would give the shark diabetes and it would lose its fins. I, <laughs> and then they'd have a battle royal that Jayhawk was uh, refing for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'll be watching it from the Sorry, afterlife because the, the shark has killed me, but I'll, have, I'll cheer off Jayhawk from the afterlife. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> 
Okay, two things here. One, I've never worked with Delightful Dan, and I, I really want to, but he, he's one of those that's just really enough. I think I'd have a lot of fun working, I'd imagine. Uh, two, my answer to the question would be I would get a big old peak of peppermint. That way, I, when the shark's done eating me, it got nice breath. Oh, that's a great one. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, man. Delightful Dan, shout out. He is, he's one of those who's just like wacky enough and silly enough that it makes sense. And, when he comes to the ring, his um, entry music is um, Candy. I think it's Candy Man by Christina Aguilera. And he just tosses buckets of candy to everybody in the ring. And then he like, if he's healed, he like tries to bribe the referee with candy. Um, or like he, <clears throat> he uses the candy as power ups um, for like how Orange Cassidy sticks his hand in his pockets as a power up. Like, Shout out Dan. He's the best person ever. <laughs> I, I, I really do want to work with him one day. Reminds me of Pimp, Pimp Daddy Apple Cinnamon, who did a needle full of steroids before his match. Uh, to, <laughs> oh my god! That's the best. No, it was wrestler's lab, I believe. That's not Dan, but uh, shout out to that man. I yeah. I hope Pimp he's okay. Daddy Pimp, Pimp Daddy Apple Cinnamon. It's the best. <laughs> I will shout uh, him I just out like all the time. Hearing you say that, that makes me laugh. That might be the worst wrestler name I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, shit. There you go. Oh, like no. It. Don't say that about Pimp Daddy Apple Cinnamon. Oh, no. <laughs> Took an iron 10 minutes to get there, but we got but we got her mm-hmm. to come up with one. Mm-hmm. Circle around. All right. I did it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. Though, those are good today. All right. <laughs> All I love right. when we get new callers in that do yeah. off-the-wall questions like that, but who ever thought of how they would anchor that question? That was great. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, thanks, Dan. All right. I, Anybody I else have anything else, else or should uh, we let no, Rosie go ahead and plug her plug stuff? It up. Rosie, yeah. plug where you're going to be, where you're, where you're working, your Twitter, everything. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. Okay, so on both um, platforms I'm currently using, unless Twitter explodes into a dumpster fire, which it seems like that's where it's going, but for right now, I'll put myself over on it. Um, <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram, it is Rosie spelled R O Z I E. The ref, no spaces, no nothing, no capitals, not capitals or anything like that. Um, what is it? Where am I going to be? Okay, so on Thursdays, pretty much every month, you can watch me or the whole 880 crew on Thursday night fights. Um, that's on indiewrestling.us. That's on Twitch and YouTube. <clears throat> this Friday in particular, or every um, fourth Friday of every month, we have our kind of house shows. Um, some people refer to them as pay-per-view shows, but they're not really pay-per-views. Um, yeah, these more like premium more, live events. Yeah, like like tune-in views, I guess. Um, so that will be happening this Friday. It is MV Young's Big Barbecue 2. Um, our dark matches start at 6.30. We have bands that play in between, and then the real show starts at 8 p.m. Um, I'm probably going to be uh, driving to, what is it called? How do you pronounce that word? Astabula? Astabula. Astabula for the um, deathmatch tournament for AIW on um, Saturday. Just going to be there because I would love to see Zicky Heim kick um, Dominic Greeny's ass. And then um, on Sunday, I'll be at Taco Mania. Um, and that's the wrestling spots are from, I think, 3.30 to 4.30. And then um, I think it's 5.30 to 6.30 or something like that. Um, so I'll be picking up a couple of matches there. Um, yeah. And then I'm, I'm going places all over the, the eastern United States <laughs> and just kind of um, 
picking up spots wherever I can um, and having a lot of fun doing it. So, yeah. Outstanding. All right. Uh, Jayhawk. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ref Jayhawk, Instagram at Jayhawk1539, Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Ref Jayhawk. Uh, I got to double check what my next show is. But the next, last, next date I have in my calendar, I have no advertising for it. I don't know if that show is happening or not. I'm not going to plug it till, I know, till I'm 100% sure on that one. All right. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, OnlyFans, and Blue Sky at Eagirl Femboy Boy spelled B O I. Listen to my other podcast, X Over. This week, we should be having our episode with Mikey Montgomery dropping, <clears throat> where we checked out a couple episodes of Power Rangers Time Force. A good time was had. Amazing. I also talked about Force Furrying. So, yeah, check that out. And uh, yeah, it's all places you can find me. Uh, I'm going to use my time to do our $10 tier shout outs. So, Zach, Chris, Andrew, and Brock, shout out to you. And special shout out to Patty who listens every week and doesn't judge us when we get greasy. No, Patty. Patty's the best. She's such a sweetheart. Yeah. yeah. All right. You can find me on Twitter at jgold 12 on Instagram at jgold 12. Um, I have one of those thread thingies, but I'm never going to use it because it's stupid, but um, rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to us and our Twitter handle at, Oh, our X handle. Can I call it X handle? No. It's our uh, you shut handle. the fuck actually, up. Actually, Don't you fucking updating. dare. Here's, here's the cool thing, though. Josh. Yeah, here's yeah. the cool thing. Uh, Microsoft owns the trademark for X, so it's probably not going to happen now. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, I see what I did there. All right. Uh, IW Guide 1. Do not go to IW Guide. That is not us. Use the YouTube page. Marcy's worked very hard on it. The YouTube page has our old episodes and our Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com backslash IW Guide. Uh, don't forget about the merch store over at BrainBusterTees.com. Wear our faces on your bodies and check out the stand from Burlington line. Take a look. We have some great stuff. The hoodies are really soft and comfy. You know, the t-shirts are fun, so go ahead and check it out. Burr, 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 it's contest time. You must be following AIW and the Indie Wrestling Guide. Use hashtag AIWFonzie and tell us your favorite Fonzie moment in AIW and you could win two tickets to the AIW Fonzie Hardcore Tournament july 29th in jefferson ohio if you're listening to this on wednesday or on tuesday for patreon wednesday when it drops get it in before the middle of the day the winner will be announced on wednesday july 26th you get two tickets to go check out our podcast friends at object wrestling the super fantastic podcast the card is going to change wrestling cheers marcy's own x over if you catch my griff and hiya bussy a wrestling adjacent podcast check out our other friends the yes he loves twice, and now you're his <laughs> favorite twice. referee. There's our there's our show name, Ed's favorite ref. <laughs> Check out <laughs> JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of the Indie Wrestling Guide, PWPonderings.com, Time Capsule Toys, Toy Hio, Rubber City Toys. Zach, thank you for the uh, Doomhausen figure. It is awesome. Uh, Big Starks brand, set tab photo. Michelle Carter and Jose Rodriguez photography. AJ Small photography. Sick Things clothing. Thank you guys for retweeting us. And good, it was good to meet you guys over at uh, Absolution and Smoking Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio. That is all I got. Quote at the late Bobby to bring in one head. Bob Euchre was responsible for the Cardinal winning the pennant in 1957. He had hepatitis for the last month. <laughs> That's- what? Welcome for independent wrestling. We'll see you all next week. All right, see you later. Bye. Later, dweebs.
Vichy gives that.